another episode of Off the Dome. I am your host, Matt Z. So we got some big news coming from this podcast. We have officially been able to secure a few sponsorships for the show. A few of them I am unable to really confirm. Well, I have them lined up right now. It's just a matter of accepting the sponsorships. So I have a few on the go that I'm looking at right now, debating which ones I want to do and move forward with and create that partnership with these companies Um, but the one that i can confirm that is in writing now that i just need to work out a few more details with how i'm going to do it though but this podcast is officially for the first time brought to you by audible audible is a great way to listen to books or order them online as well too in the form of ebooks or I know you can get the ebooks though, but regardless though, it's a great way to listen to the audiobooks of it. I myself listen to the audiobooks all the time. That's how I do uh, read my books, listen to my books. That's how I get through them so quickly as well too. So if you're that type of person that is kind of bored of listening to music now in your car while working out, while doing whatever you do with headphones in, check out Audible. And start listening to some audiobooks. Start learning some stuff on the side. Um, it's a great way to expand your mind and open your mind. Um, the three books I am going to recommend, and I will be leaving links down in the description um, for you guys to check out these books. But the first one being by Mary Trump. Mary Trump is the niece of President Donald Trump. That still seems weird to say. But regardless, though, her book, Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man is an incredible read. Um, She dictates or she um, details the whole life story of Donald Trump and what made him become the man he is today and why he does the things he does. Um, Keep it short, he's a uh, narcissist, huge ego, fragile ego too as well. But regardless, so it's a great read and I cannot recommend it enough. Secondly, the book, other book I recommend is Breath by James Nestor. This is a eight-hour audiobook about breathing. You guys may think this sounds stupid, but in theory, I thought it was going to be stupid as well too going into it, but it really opened my mind to how, uh, how much I've neglected proper breathing techniques. I know I, I'm a mouth breather, you know, it's stereotypes too, only stupid people are mouth breathers, so it's true, I'm living that, um, so I have learned that mouth breathing is not good for you, you can breathe through your nose, but regardless, so if you guys are interested in this book, go check it out, I'll be leaving a link for that in the description as well too, and finally, one of my favorite books actually, this was a fantastic listen to, but Area 51 by Annie Jacobson, also link in the description as well too. Essentially, she details the whole history of Area 51 from its beginning as a nuclear um, facility during the Nevada test sites to eventually um, becoming the base where the U-2 plane was created along with other um, highly secretive spy planes slash military jets. Great read. Um, This is also where I got the conspiracy theory of the little green men from Russia, um, the mentally challenged kids that were manipulated to look like aliens, essentially, and they 
crash landed in Roswell in 1957. So if you guys are interested in hearing the origins of that story, which sadly is now debunked, please give that book a listen to. And that will also be in the description, like the other two as well too. My guest today. see Bing, bing. You know, I love this man. I played football with him. This is an incredible man. I'm going to keep this short, the intro, but um, he just started his new brand. It's called Internal Keeper with a great message. I loved having this guy on the podcast. I can't wait to have him again. His energy is just amazing. Like you see this guy and you just want to smile. Like whatever bullshit's been happening uh, throughout the day, you see this man and all that bullshit's gone. This man's incredible and I enjoyed this podcast. One of my favorites I've ever recorded. So, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. Enjoy. Adios. Man. So, first things first, your energy as a human being is like fucking <laughs> amazing. Like, every time I see you, you have the biggest fucking smile on your face, you're just <laughs> glowing up like positivity, man. It's just, yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. I appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like you, yeah. know, you meet these people and they're super fucking happy and like, you know, outgoing and just go like loving life. You just kind of have to like yeah. match their energy. And you're like one of those people where it's just, Every time around you, you just got to match like the energy of that other person. You're that person I fucking try and match, and I just yeah. You no, know, nah, I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate so, that. So I know, like, you started like this brand. Yeah. Right. Um. And yeah. well, do you want to explain it? I'll really explain it. Yeah. yeah. You explain it. So what <laughs> is like the premise of this band and or brand? And, like, how can you started it? And like, you know, so. Story. Okay. So you know, it's like a lot of things that I've encountered growing up to, whether it's sports in school and anything, right? You know, a lot of, you know, I was not supposed to graduate high school because I was taking the low classes until I turned around and said, you know what, I need to put everything together and pick up my socks and pull up my socks. Um, whether it's sports, when I was playing hockey, you know, I used to get cut from the, from the 18, although like my performance would show and speak for itself. Or whether it be like say last year for football, it was just like I got switched positions and I'm like, wow, like I need to start from ground zero again, trying to make my way back into the roster, you know, the ups and downs. So, you know, it was basically just me as a person because throughout all those events, you know, school, you know, sports, like I never expressed myself and I never expressed myself growing up. So I always used to keep things inside and I've come to realize that it only makes it worse for yourself. And like when you keep a lot of things inside, you know, it starts to eat you inside. And I think that's what really happened to me. I got to a point where it was like, I just exploded. You know what I mean? Just exploded. And 
my message to others now is, you know, I'm not perfect myself, but, you know, try to speak to someone, try to talk to someone. So that's why I created this. You know, I know some people can't just talk to random people about their feelings, but me creating this brand, Internal Keepers, for those two, and anyone as well, but for those people that don't fit in, people that keep things inside, people that deal with their emotions another way. So I just wanted them to feel, you know, loved and a part of something and not, you know, left out. Dude, man, that's, that's fucking beautiful. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I know too, it's like when you look at the, um, like you look at a football community, for example, like the team. Yeah. And like the, you know, you have to be strong to be on the field. You have to fight through those, those pains and injuries. Right. And yes. Yeah. I think in terms of like just football players specifically, I feel like a lot of football players, you know, it's not only they're battling on the field, like they're paying on the field, but it's just the pain yeah. of being a football player, man. Oh yeah. A human being, right? And just when you're playing football, it's like you're always told to kind of hold your emotions in. And that's <laughs> yeah. super prevalent. Like I fucking we have all experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. Um so that's like beautiful that you started that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. And that's one of the things too, like you're saying, you know, for football players we're we're taught to deal with the pain. And you know how it is. It's just like if you're an underdog that's given an, an opportunity to play and you get injured, like that's your last chance, you know, cause someone else is going to come behind you and just kind of, you know what I mean? And I think it's, it's stuff like that where it's just like you encounter something and it doesn't go your way. And then you just sit back. You're like, is this really for me? Like you, you just start having negative thoughts and that's when you just start to hold things inside, hold things inside and it just gets worse from there. So, but yeah. Yeah. And it's like, even it's just the concept of holding inside, just getting it out into like, even if you have like a journal or whatever, right. Where it's just, you finally express these thoughts, right. Cause I know it's like, when you're thinking about the brain, it's like, we always, one sec, my cat's trying to get out of my room. <laughs> Yo man, I love that cat to death, but God damn, he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like when you, when you have like a, a thought, right, for example, just take a generic thought, there's so many, our brain um, cuts us so much slack, right? It's those mixed words in the middle where it's the, yeah. explaining that it's the likes and the becauses, like those filler words that our brain doesn't actually process, right? So when we're thinking about mm-hmm. our thoughts, we just have a general idea from like three words of what we're trying to think of. We don't have a full sentence, right? It's just an idea. And yeah. I think like once you at least get them on a piece of paper or even better though, yeah. like speaking and talking to somebody about it, you're able to yeah. visualize all those filler words that complete the sentence and you get that bigger picture and better understanding of the situation. And you can kind of like step back from the third perspective almost, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you know, and you know, most people really don't want or don't really expect you to give them advice or for them to help you. But people just want to be heard. You know what I mean? People just want to hear, just hear them speak out and like let them go. There's actually a story where I don't want to jump off and commit suicide, but a cop went there and just listened to him. And, you know, it, it, it helped him. It helped him uh, to get everything out, right? For, because someone was listening to him. So now he 
comes over the bridge in the car bath and like what made you oh what did I do to make you not jump any detail I just want to be heard right so yeah so I think that's the main thing um how do you kind of like going forward like how do you um plan on spreading your message you know reaching a broader audience because that's such, like it's such mm-hmm. a positive message where it's like that needs to be a message that is like spread yeah right because mm-hmm. it's something that's just it's not a well-known or it's a well-known topic but it, like you're saying it's a hidden topic right? yeah don't talk about it that people don't even yeah. talk about what it is right but like exactly so like how do you plan on spreading that word then see i i'm using social media as a as a platform right now i i do a weekly post every sunday i put on my on my uh, internal keeper page i put a poll giving uh people two options on what to what they want me to talk about so last week it was overcoming self-doubt and patience so you know a lot of people picked overcoming self-doubt but it was one of those things where overcoming self-doubt and patience go hand in hand. So I just put two into one video. But my my where I want to take this is kind of I want to talk to go to schools and talk to the kids. You know, I want to go to say like you know foster care homes or anything. You know I mean, and it's not only about the youth, but older people as well that are dealing with things. You know what I mean it, they don't have a voice, but mainly going to schools, using social media as a platform, you know, just people sharing my stuff, just putting it out there and, you know, just helping out in the community. Yeah. I mean, just helping out. So yeah. So the biggest platform I'd say social media and actually going out to schools or to foster care and actually spreading that message and making, making sure people feel and know that they're not alone kind of thing. And, just know that there's a support system, a community that's out there to help them, right? So yeah. that's uh, that's why. Man, that's fucking, that's like, ah, oh man, that's like, that's beautiful. Like, I'll admit, that's a beautiful yeah. message, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. I love how you've yeah. taken the initiative. You know, I'm sure, like, you probably had some, you say, like, overcoming self-doubt. You probably had some self-doubt with starting, oh, yeah. that, right? So it's, that's awesome, man, that, like, you're kind of overcoming yeah. that, like, shit and you know, putting your message yeah. out there. Cause I know yeah. like, we all have those negative thoughts where it's just like, Oh, let's do it. Right. And then even if you fucking do it, two yeah. days later, you might have the negative thought where like, Oh fuck, am I doing this right? Like, should I yeah. do it? Like, you know, and it's just, it's yeah. important to realize when you have that wrong perspective of what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes like, I wouldn't even lie when I first released my video, I was like, wow, like there's so much responsibility. That I wish I would have planned accordingly. But sometimes those things, like those responsibilities are hidden because it's like there's never a right time. And maybe sometimes working under pressure and later, you know, it's better, right? Say like when I released my videos, like, wow, like I have so much, but that was the right time. So now it makes me work harder to try to get everything onto par, right? So Yeah, 100%. I know even like with myself, like lately I've had a pretty busy schedule. So like the podcast hasn't been a top priority, right? Yeah. I think like when you're starting your own projects though, you just, you got to go at your own pace, you know? Yeah. Take your time. If you want to take your time, 
go big if you want to go big right but just find that pace that works for you that's good balance in life so you have like the um like you know you have your social life because you gotta have a social life still right? oh yeah big you know, time like, yeah work and shit like that working out like it's just always nice to have that balance and it's like that balance yeah right and it's like it's a like what you're doing like i'm sure you have big schemes with what you wanted like big plans right yeah and like the plans really you know i would say they as they come i'll take it on but you know i you know there's a there's a merch line coming too right mm. but you know that's but you know yeah the merch line coming too and like yeah. And I, and I I I want the people to support also and wear like say t-shirts or whatever something that when they wear they can say I'm wearing this because you know I feel a part of this right but you know it's not so much about the merch also it's it's about the message and I think that's what's more important you know words really mean a lot and words impact a lot so yes people can okay I have this t-shirt let me wear it. I feel I feel comfortable wearing because I know it's a good cause but also hearing it and people and for myself too like you know being active and connecting with the, my supporters and all that stuff is the biggest thing because if you're not interacting with your supporters then what are you really doing right because like I said words mean so much more so when I'm putting that message out so when someone sees a t-shirt they're like I know who that person is. I know the person behind this and I know what he stands for kind of thing. Right. So that's, that's really my plan moving forward. And, you know, just kind of, but yeah, this is a merch line coming too. So that's, that's the next big project coming in. So it's, uh, we have some dates. That. Yes, sir. Yeah. So how old are you? <laughs> 20. Fuck bro. Damn. 20. Turning 21 in December. Starting your own shit, man. Dreaming bigger at 20, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't, don't give yeah. up. You know, nah, bro. It's, don't give it's, up, bro. It's, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. And I think, like, the biggest thing, too, where it's just, like, a message like this, like, it's just going to spread yeah. so much. Right? Like, I even saw, like, you made that first announcement of it, and you yeah. saw that shit everywhere on social media like everybody was did you actually right. yo word man i saw like five or six people like share this shit. i'm like holy shit <laughs> i went on facebook one time too and i was scrolling i started seeing this video i'm like holy shit bro get to that, man. <laughs> yeah man and it's you know i was uh, you know i was kind of doubtful in the beginning because i was like wow like what is the outcome gonna be like like Am I just going to get like one or two likes, you know, the, the, the regular people? But you know what? It turned out to be just, you know, when I went, because I, I switched my account to, to like to an open account and I just seen how many people saved it, how 76 people shared it to another friend. So it was just like, I was happy. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm making an impact on the first video. You know what I mean? So that's what I plan to continue to do, at, you know, at a, such a young age, you know, growing up and, you, betcha. you know, so, yeah, I'm not. No, man, and, like, anytime, like, you want to help, like, spread more word, like, I'll be more than happy to have you on the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, it man. I appreciate it. It's a beautiful message, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, like, we all fucking, we all do our stupid shit and whatnot, but, like, at the end of the day, it's like, we gotta still have our, you know, like, the yin and yang, we gotta have the positive and the negatives, I feel like, you know. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is just such a positive message where it's just like, Mm -hmm. how can you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the thing too, is just kind of, you know, I've always been positive and like, I'll, I'll never forget one day, like it was week, week three, week four. Uh, we're going, we're either playing, we're no, it's actually after our bye week going to play in Winnipeg and yeah, this last year and yeah. And yeah, it was, so this was the, before we traveled at practice, I remember I was just so down because, you know, I was just like, I just like, my goal was always to travel to Winnipeg because you get to fly, you get to, you feel a certain type of way, you know what I mean? Like you're walking through that airport. So, you know, I was kind of, I was down going to practice, you know what I mean? Just like, you know what? I just hope I'm able to travel and giving everything I have. And I remember Darcy told me, it's just like, hey, like when you're sad, when you're, when you're down, you know, everyone else in the locker room is, is down. But when you're lively, when you come in with a big smile, like you feel that presence, you know what I mean? And just like you said, like sometimes you have to match it, you know what I mean? So, and that's what I'm trying to bring to a lot of people is like, no matter what you're going to go through, whatever you're going through, like always stay positive. You know what I mean? It may take you once, twice, three times to achieve your goal, or maybe you fail those three times, but who says on your fourth, you can't make it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's something I took away from it. It's just like, no, like bringing good energy because that's the type of person you are. So ever since then, it's just like, wow, like if a coach can say that, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it really powerful. sticks with me. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. And I, think, I think that's like a huge misconception of football too. Or like even just in work as well too, where it's just like yeah. you'll base your whole perception of somebody off like the most recent event that happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like, so say like something happens where say hypothetically the coach yells at you, right? Yeah. For the next hour without you even talking to him or two hours, you're just fucking like steaming and it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> Worse and worse exactly and worse. yeah exactly but then, yeah but then it's just like when they say something like that though it's just like going forward even you understand yeah. what he his message is towards you, you know, exactly he's getting after you then you instead of thinking oh like fuck him he's getting after me I, I found like with myself at least like your mindset changes where it's just like oh he's just hard on me because like he expects better yeah you yeah know i mean like it's and not that, like yeah. he hates me it's just he expects more he expects more and like and, and that's the thing like I think every athlete or everyone like say in the work world is like when you hear something negative or maybe maybe the way your boss your coach says it it's like wow this person hates me but until they say something positive it's kind of like wow like he doesn't hate me after all or you know what I mean but it's like he wants he he can see your potential so he's trying to drive you right so we're always gonna pay attention to the negative and the positive, but in, in, in a way, the negative will always stick to us for the longest time until, you know, positive thing comes in. She's like, whoa, wow. Like it changes our mindset and our perspective on that person. Right. So. But, uh, yeah. I like, I love the line. It was in some logic song where it's just like, essentially says our lives are developed through negative pictures or something like yeah. that. Some along the lines that I like developing photos. negatively. Anyways, regardless mm-hmm. though, I thought time, but like it's so true though where it's just like or even like the counter arguments too where it's like you have a whole bunch of positives 
and then the negative mm -hmm. one negative can cancel it all right yeah it's so true though when we we do focus on the negatives more in life instead of the positives right yeah and there is mm -hmm. like like you know like in psychology it's all negative really when you think about it yeah it's all yeah. mental illnesses depression anxiety like suicidal thoughts like yeah. all that shit all negative negative thoughts and that's what a lot of psychology is based on but then mm -hmm. there's a psychology that people forget about it's called the uh happy psychology so much mm -hmm. it's, it's like basically it's like describes how to be happy right and i was reading this book last yeah. year it's called like the happiness advantage or something like that and it just mm -hmm. talks about like even if you do have these negative thoughts like you have the ability to reverse this you know to change mm -hmm. your thinking right and it's, it's not gonna be overnight thing it's going to be yeah. a slow, slow process over three, four, five, ten years, whatever it is. But like, mm -hmm. there is a way to change your thoughts. Yeah. Right. And it's crazy too, because it's just like you even think about the mind itself and how powerful it is. You know? Oh yeah, it can. Like it's insane. There was like this one theory I heard. Granted, it was on a podcast, so it's like super <laughs> stoner shit. But like, regardless, <laughs> theory where it's like yeah um, you are yourself and there's all these parallel universes right and each decision yeah you go to a different parallel universe after each decision and there's mm -hmm. two decisions the negative one or the positive decision mm -hmm. and in this theory essentially what it is the more positive decisions you make even if it's small bit by bit by bit you will mm -hmm. eventually find yourself in more positive situations in your life surrounded by more positive people um, and just mm -hmm. more positivity in your life and you're essentially you're going to these higher parallel universes where you just slowly get up there and you essentially re reach this universe where it's mm -hmm. just all positives and you're super happy right so exactly like theory, like when you're trying to visualize it, it's fucking exactly it's yeah no. it's and that's the thing like you're saying like when you think of psychology it's it's all negative right because you're trying to bring someone out of that negativity you know what i mean and and you know and I think it's, it has to do with life because anything you do in life, you're going to mess up. You're going to fail. You know what I mean? And that's, you're never going to go into life. You're just going to nail everything just like that, like that. Right. So that's the beauty of psychology too, because you can, you can see someone in a state where they're just depressed and all that stuff. But then when you make those little changes, it's kind of like money. People say, money can buy happiness and which which is true but to a certain extent like when you, if you're living on the street you're not always going to be happy right until you get that first house you're going to be like wow like i'm happy now because i'm able now to move myself from a different environment that i'm used to to something better so you're already uplifted right so that's that's it's the same thing where you know a lot of people have to work on the positive side of things when things are not going their way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think it, the, the actual number is like ha money can, can't buy happiness over $76,000. So it's like, if you make $60,000 and go up to 75,000, you can technically still be happier because of money, but mm -hmm. apparently anything over $76,000 does not create true happiness. True. Yeah. Right. Which is super fair. Like you made a great point where it's just like, if you're in an impoverished situation where you, know, mm -hmm. you don't know where your next meal is going to be, you don't know, you don't know where you're going to stay next week. Right. Like a very mm -hmm. unstable situation. 
yeah. you're going to be unhappy because you're going to be crippled with anxiety of oh, yeah. anxiety is the fear of the unknown right and mm-hmm. you don't even know where you're going to be in a week and if you're going to be alive in a yeah. week like your anxiety's through the fucking roof right exactly yeah, yeah. So it's like you hit on the cough in there now where it's like money buys happiness but only to an extent mm-hmm. yeah exactly that's exactly true 100 what's you mm-hmm. um where have you been working out? Like, what you, what are you doing for lifting right now, man? Like, so I've changed. I've changed my the way I'm training now. Like, you know, I trying to stay away from lifting too heavy. Yeah, you know I mean, I you know, I think after playing this past season, like trying to drop weight or not even trying to drop weight, playing special teams. I remember the first game versus Regina, man. I was only playing punt and punt return. And it, I was just searching for air, man. But as the season went by, like, they trusted me more. So I played kick, kick return, punt, punt return, all the special teams, except for field goal, right? But, but right now I'm training at um, gym movement on Gateway. That's what I'm doing. So, oh, is that the old, old world health? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's really how nice, it? man. How is it? It's good. It's nice. The, the layout is nice. They have like a crossfit section. Then there's just like, you know, your free, your weight, your free weights and all that kettlebell, one corner. Then you have your machines in the middle. And then in the back, there's kind of like, a, you know, there's a turf. There's a two squat racks. There's a platform. A lot of things like that. There's a spin class over there as well, too. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm training at. You know, I'm trying to keep, like I was 250 at the end of the season. I'm 235 now, 230, 235 fluctuate, 230, 235. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm just trying to trying to get faster. I think that my speed was one thing that I lacked. You know, I mean, I made plays, but I could have made more if I had a, you know, better, if I had less weight on myself to carry. You know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah so that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. Just trying to get ready for the season, if there's a season, but also just trying to you know just be a better athlete. You know what I mean? And but yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. What position are they gonna have you playing this year? Defensive end, but more more of a rush, more of a rush, more of a as a as a rush end kind of thing, which is a which is good because I feel like like my athlete, my um how athletic I am, I feel I I can move with my weight kind of thing. So that's why I'm dropping weight, so I have more an advantage of really making plays, you know, hopefully playing interior at tackle. But yeah, I'm the end the end position is where I see myself really playing. I think that's where they see me playing too. What's your um like your kind of end goal for the season? Like how do you wanna be uh what kind of shape do you want to be after the going into the season? You know what? I wanna be I obviously have a dream body. I wanna look like a Von Miller abs, this you know, big traps, whatever. Yeah. But you know, you know, I've going into the season, you know, around the weight I'm at, I am at right now, like two thirty five, two thirty. You know what I mean? Not not too skinny. You know what I mean? Like I think for me, because I have a big frame already, so adding more weight just is not necessary. But now you can just tell, like, okay, like this guy has lost weight, and you know what I mean. But my end goal going to the season is just kind of. Going in and making an immediate impact, you know, whether that be on defense or whether that be on special teams, 
you know, I found myself really succeeding on special teams, like really knowing, okay, like this is my job, right? Like I've week one, I was just like, okay, week two, I kind of came to myself, you know what, like special teams is actually fun. You know what I mean? Like I feel if I played this, say, hoping go to CFL or something and I was the strictly special teams player, I'd like, love it, right? But a lot of people overlook special teams and just think special teams is like whatever, but it, it really changes the game, right? Like special teams, it's a, you know, a kick can can change the game, a punt can change the game, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, my role is really to just go into there and just do my thing, you know? 100%, man. Special teams is almost the most important, you know? It's like oh, you yeah. look at a lot of our games, a lot of them are actually won and lost on special teams. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. For, for example, that Calgary game, no fault yeah. to um, Withrow. You know, he yeah. was thrown into like an awkward situation with him having to yeah. But like, yeah. if you do look at it on paper, it's like we had like three or four missed field goals. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and then – so, like, there, a lot of it does come down to special teams. And yeah. it, special, special teams dictates the field position. And if you're oh, yeah. the special teams, their percentage of scoring a touchdown from the 10, 20, 30-yard line are pretty mm-hmm. low compared to if they're getting it half, or midfield. Exactly. Like two first downs and they're at least in field goal range then right so it's, mm. it's a huge thing i think once you get to the next level too like coaches you don't know, like high school they kind of like neglect special oh teams. yeah i never played special teams in high school same bro <laughs> minus punting <laughs> zarani with the kick <laughs> once you get to those next levels though like it's coaches realize how important special teams is. So it's like, oh, yeah. that's awesome, bro. That like, you kind of just want to like fucking fuck it up, fuck shit up. Yeah. And just do it. Right. Yeah. And, and I think too, it's, it's an easier position to learn. You know what I mean? It is. You know, it you is. Oh yeah, it there, is. You just go down there and smash a kid. Especially all kickoff. Special, you just run. That's all special teams is just smash <laughs> a kid, bro. Just, you're tackling or blocking. Yeah. And I think the most work, I think the most work is on uh, punt return and punt and kick return because you have to have the right man, you know what I mean? And you, you should, you know, on, on I think it's punt, you, you get rid of your man, you got to go downfield. Punt return, you have to really get that block sealed down, you know what I mean? So it's, but kickoff is the easiest thing. You just run down the field, man, just take the guy out of this. That's yeah, pretty much, yeah. We <laughs> just lit it up. I remember yeah. the one time I was on kickoff in the last like four years. Yeah. Um, you remember Rebby? Yeah. Yeah. So he, I was his backup for special teams. He goes down. We're this is the game against Regina in my second year when we were down by like seventy to seven. Like we were just getting pumped this game. Seventy seven zero. Yeah, seven zero to seven. Like this was our worst <laughs> ever. You're not good. Um, and then, so I'm replacing Rebby on special teams. Yeah. And they kick off. And I'm just like, fuck this, bro. I'm jogging down. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like jogging down. Just like, whatever. Hope they don't fucking score. Game's over. Like four minutes left. Yeah. And then the guy fumbles it right into my hands. And I pick it up. Oh. <laughs> I just run and score a touchdown. Say <laughs> word. Yeah, bro. I was just out there for a jog to the whistle. <laughs> Blessed me. I just and the reason I got I got to the pile late is because I was so late. Like yeah. I didn't stop going. I was kind of just like slowing down to jog, 
and the ball popped in my hand, so I scooped and scored. <laughs> damn. So at least you have a record of a touchdown in your CJFL career, right? Like, Literally, man. Damn. No, but yeah, that's the thing. It, it, it's fun, and like, and like I was saying, like you know, one person I always tell him that he inspired me is actually Hunter Hunter Lawson. It's because he's an animal, bro. I'm telling you, man. I just watch specials, man. Like playing beside him, like I told him like about a week or two ago, it's just like, man, like there's always that one picture I always post all the time, man. Is it's my favorite one. Like just him, like. If I'm not doing something correctly, he's there to correct me. You know what I mean? Like running beside him was just not even like you don't need to. St- well, you study plays on special teams, but you know it's not like a okay linebackers. Let's sit down and draw this play, whatever. But for special teams, just being beside someone that's like special teams player of the week, special teams player of the team, like you kind of feel that energy. Like okay, you have to go hard now because this guy's giving everything he has. So it's not fair if I don't, you know what I mean? So, like, it's looking at him and only playing special teams, man, and for me to complain, to be like, wow, I'm not getting playing time on the defense. Like, it, I'm like, who am I to say that, you know what I mean? And special teams is fun, too. Like, it's, man, that's, I love it. You know what I mean? I love playing special teams and, you know, so. Dude, but, yeah. Hunter, every special teams time, all I would do is just watch Hunter. He's a dog, bro. Like, and there was like times, bro. He'd like take out three kids, and I'm just like, I'm like fuck. Yeah, I remember that game. I'm just, do, do, do. Oh, my God. oh man, I remember. I remember in Winnipeg, first kickoff. I remember first kickoff Winnipeg. I was running side by side with him, and then this, you know, I did a play, whatever. So I knocked out a kid. I came in. I saw the kid. I just put my head right on his chin. Just bam. Then we go on the wedge now that the, the the wedge, there's a guy that just comes and tries to block me. I just put my helmet right there again and I sit him down. Then Hunter's already there on the returner. I'm looking for the returner. I see his head and I just grab him and I just kind of, you know what I mean? And he, we go on the bench. He's like, was that you? Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I heard a big claim, bro. I said, like, yeah, that was me, bro. So, you know what I mean? When you have the same mentality, as someone else to just go out there and just play the game the way it's supposed to be played, man. It's it's the funnest thing ever, you know. Are you guys in yeah. the same eligibility? No, he's a year younger. Oh, uh, so he's a year one, younger. You have one year left. Th- no, two years. This year, next year. Hunter still has three years left. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Cause he came in. I think he came in the year I was injured, two thousand eighteen. I thought you took a year I, off from high school, though. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, him? Oh, so maybe, actually. Maybe. I always, forget, I always, maybe. Get, I always, I always get the Lawson's backstories confused sometimes. Cause there's three of them. I think the not the, the middle one. Who's the middle one? The middle one is... Uh, I forget his name. It was so bad. Carter. The receiver guy. Car- Carter. Carter's the receiver, right? The two other brothers are both receivers. Okay, that's so the, what, the young... That's what really fucked me up, bro. They were both receivers, and they both looked the same, and they both made, like... Okay, not the oldest one. Not not the oldest brother, but the middle one. But he he's a dog, bro. Like, he, I, 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 he came in the same year as, as I did, I think. Mm. But even him, bro, I think he's so 
overlooked. Like he's really good. Like he's big time plays. He broke his collarbone like me. Yeah, I know. It's, but yeah, because I know, I know he did that twice. I think once or twice or something like yeah, that. He, I don't know. He, he had surgery on, or he broke it, and then like a few weeks later, he broke it again. That required surgery, I think. Sheesh. If I'm correct, or it was like a few months later. Actually, it was like six months. You later. had surgery too, eh? Yep. And you came back the same year. This year was this year. No, it was last year. I broke it preseason. And I came back in six weeks. It was four weeks after surgery till I was practicing. And what was the required time? Oh, I wasn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Matt, Matt, Holy. So what happened essentially, though, is that the doctor was like, yeah, you know what? Surgery anyways, regardless, though. But he knew I was a punter as well mm-hmm. as a defensive back. So when we mm. went to uh, to Regina, mm. we had um, it was six weeks after surgery, and he told me, "Okay, you know what? You can punt." You know what I mean? He's like, "You won't get hit if you do. You can like protect yourself because you just gotta like take the guy out in his legs, right?" Mm. So essentially, I went out to park, and I said, "Yeah, you said I'm good to play." <laughs> <laughs> I was like in my head, I'm like, you know, I'll play like open corner, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll have two tackles, but I'll just be out on the field, maybe make mm-hmm. a play or whatever if I can. Mm-hmm. But no, Obi puts me at closed half. <laughs> First time I have to make a tackle, I'm on the right hand side of the field, and this guy's coming towards my broken shoulder. Regina's big ass running back, and I'm just like, how the f- why the fuck did I do this, bro? I should have taken another week or two off of this. I just like dipped my shoulder and just clipped him in like the knee. He yeah. turned over me and I was just like. So, yeah. yeah. But how did you feel after good. the game? It's fine, bro. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It's like yeah. right now though, I've there are a few like complications right now. Um, mm. There's just like tightness in my back, right? Just because the yeah. way. Because I started working out. I was stupid too, man. I started working out like four weeks after surgery. So when I could start practice, I was working out again already. So like going into the vagina, I was already hitting chest and shit. Light, but I was <laughs> hitting it though. But now it's just like, and I never stretched it. Never stretched it, never right. did anything. I just worked out. And now I'm at a point now where I can see like the minor implications of like the surgery and everything that was yeah. not handled has grown. Oh. So now everything's just kind of like tight and loose there. So like right now my chest is tight, my front shoulder is tight, and then my lower and upper back are tense now. So what I have to do, I have to take this little, like little ball right here, mm-hmm. and put it on my back, and just mm-hmm. lie there with that, and just kind of releases the tension, right? Because it pushes onto the muscle. Yeah. The muscle eventually, and I do have to say, me doing that has got my mind muscle connection a lot better. Like I yeah. realized I was so tense in my body that it was mm. hard to actually get that mind-muscle connection that's so important when you're working out, right? Exactly. Really intense, so. And then also, exactly. my rear delt's really tight as well, too. Mm. So, but I've been working on it, though. I'll like, do some rotator cuff exercises now. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure I ice it every few days. I'll make sure I'm stretching, yeah. like, three times a day. I'll yeah. just be, like, get a good stretch in with everything. We'll yeah. It helps, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think for me, the I think patience really 
was in 2018 when I was recovering, man. And it was so hard just to watch you guys play. And, like, I remember at the beginning of, of main camp, I think it was, it was six months for my surgery. So six months is the minimum. A year is, like, the full recovery, right? So I remember I came in at six, six, uh, six months. This was when I was still a fullback. You know, the plan was just to, just to gradually get into it, you know what I mean? But I remember um, the head, the head uh, um, therapist of our team, I forget her name, but uh, she said, I'm not going to let you play, you know what I mean, or anything. I was just like, wow. Like, I was like, okay. And, like, you know, I was really pumped because the training I was doing, because I had a trainer, uh, Josh DeVoe, he goes by Misfits. He, he really changed everything. I was going like, to say, man, you were looking good there going into the season. Yeah, man. He really – I came in and he just saw me and he's like, okay, let's get to work. And he just just – just was on me, just really transformed my body, right? And then so coming, so during that time, I was like, no, I'm, re- I'm really ready to go at six months because the trainer that I have is the best trainer ever. But then I was like, okay, like I would just come to practice and just practice. But it, it was messing with me so much that I was like, I can't because I'm going to lie and say I'm ready to play. So then I was like, no, I'll just go back to training, continue rehabbing continue training so when I'm back for the 2019 season I can just you know what I mean so I did that and bro just like I I, I was out for I was really having for a year and a half and I never felt better I've never felt better man like this past year I played it's required to play with the knee brace I didn't use it this year you know what I mean that's how like comfortable and like so the work that I put in and like obviously with the help of my trainer, like it was so yeah, patience, man. Like, you know, it's hard sometimes, you know what I mean? But like like I always say to him and other people, like, if if it wasn't for him, honestly, like I don't think I would have had the season like I think I had a great season, especially coming back from an injury. 100%. Like if it wasn't from him, yeah. For him, if it wasn't from him, I don't think I would have had the season I had this year. So but yeah, it's yeah, it's when you're when you're rehabbing and you know going through an injury, it, it sucks to stay out. But just imagine the more the the more you wait, the more healing you get. But the faster you try to come back, it just gets worse and worse and worse, right? So you delay that time kind of thing. So, but yeah. Yeah, dude, I agree with that 100%. Like, even just with, like, now the year off from football because of sports, yeah. low-key, it's like, I'm kind of happy because I know I can yeah. take that extra time now and, like, I don't have that rush of being, like, because I know after this Wildcat season, it was, like, a week. I took a week off, and I was in the gym again. Yeah. You know, like, it I sucks, know, I took a week off, bro. I just went right into it. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I'm the type of guy where it's just, like, I'll push my body, like, every day to the point where just pushing my body is the norm. So, yeah, season time, I'm going to be dinged up and bruised up a bit here. And there. Yeah. But, like, that's what my yeah. body's been, like, the whole year. So, I kind of learned how to play. Through, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, you know, even with, like, my hamstring this year, I really wanted to play. But yeah. then, literally the night before, I caught pneumonia. It's like I couldn't breathe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, and then the coaches wouldn't let me play next week after that because we were going to tune, and they're like, "It's a nothing game, so just sit out." And I was like, "Fuck, yeah. bro!" But 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the biggest uh, thing is just the rehab and the rehabilitation. The rehab, yeah. You know, and I think that's... And, and that's what I was about to say. Like, for me, I started, like, meal prepping. I'm sure you've seen all that stuff. And, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, now you can really train from the beginning. Like, say, after the season, you just go straight to, like, maybe, like, a week of mobility and stuff like that. But then straight to weights, right? But now it's just, like, okay, the season's, like, there's, no, there's not going to be a season. Now I can really, like, train from square zero. You know what I mean? Okay, now I can work on my conditioning, my mobility. Then you give yourself like two or three months of just weight training and then you gradually, you know, like you have a full training training program, you know, from A to Z. And, that, and that's the same thing with me when I was out that year. I really started from, it was just straight cardio, trying to get my, my back strong, everything, just reconstruct everything until like it was gradually going to weights doing more athletic stuff you know to really anything that translates to the field right so that's what i like too like and it helps your mind as well too because like you're not going to say well can't eat a rush but you know you're really taking the time to recover eating right you know what i mean eating the foods that your brain needs your body needs to be able to function i think that's also one of the things too you know which causes people to really you know get down on themselves like eating is a big part you know what i mean like in in your mental state you know drinking the right fluids you know the music you listen to the people you hang around with so i think you know as football players we we focus so much on i need to get this done 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 right and you know we can really can't blame ourselves because we're given a short period of time to actually recover like say every week it's just like okay as soon as that game is done like you have a day or two to ice up or whatever but you're back to practice and so you really don't give your time that rest but i really think this year for you guys like youth sports is really beneficial because you can actually recover you can actually you know spend time like you like you going to st mary's like spend time with your family before you go you know what i mean so it, it, there's a lot of things that that play in it you know that will help yourself to recover and your mental state right well and i think that's such a forgotten thing when it comes to um just athletics is your mental state it's like i know at the gym too it's like i was talking to my one buddy and he's he was working out and he was like sending me memes during his workout and i was like bro mm -hmm. like, why are you on your phone during your workout i'm like yeah. he's like well i get bored in between my sets and i was like no you don't like like when you're in the gym, you don't take your mind off of being in the gym. You don't distract yourself, right? Yeah, maybe mm -hmm. you are still going to get in shape, but like your mental state isn't good. You're not working no, yeah. your mental state, right? It's like your mental state's a muscle. You know, the more you work it, you develop those good habits, those good, you know, positive thinking, the more it works, right? It's like the bicep, the more yeah. you do curls, the bigger it gets. Exactly. And he's like, oh, I get bored during these workouts. I'm like, bro, it's like, that's not even the point of being in the gym is to be bored, it's to think. You know, it's mm -hmm. to be conscious of where you are, what you have just done, what you have overcome, you know, these goals. Mm -hmm. these, you know, yeah. You're in pain when you're working out and you're overcoming that, mm -hmm. right? And that's a yeah. forgotten thing in this world where it's just people forget that there's mm -hmm. good stuff from pain. Exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like pain creates growth, which mm -hmm. is a huge thing. And it's like 
it's everywhere you know it's when you're working out like every aspect of it's like that but yeah yeah exactly know, not. oh and it's just like i think like the co- whole COVID situation too is nice you know because like i said I'm, I'm that guy where i'm just pushing myself i'm playing basketball in the off season i'm you're doing things that you don't do right you know what i mean like right, yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like with the whole COVID thing i was able to like sit back and just do nothing you know i took a relax yeah. mind. i took yeah. i got that like guilt of being like oh man i went to mcdonald's yesterday like you can't have yeah. that guilt of it right or yeah. um <coughs> COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> but, um, well, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like that's that, the thing. You just get like the detox thing. from it. You, you can detox yeah. from pushing yourself, you know. So like for me, like yeah. I didn't fucking feel guilty about not working out for two months, three months. Yeah. Like, like I stretched a lot, you know. Yeah. Which is a big factor too. Like if you can't if you're not flexible or whatever, you can't lift the weights you want to lift, right? Like huge. But, uh, I know that that's something like it's been the focus of my working out is light training to get my mind muscle mm-hmm. connection going and like mm-hmm get everything working properly and yeah. stretching a lot like i stretch mm-hmm. like three four times a day i'll stretch after every workout now, like 15 minutes mm-hmm. of just stretching because it's just like Restretching. i feel that yeah and you feel that connection with your body but then you stretch like it's like doing yoga yeah you, know, you talk to like professional athletes and they're just like oh yeah yoga was the reason i've been able to elevate my career oh yeah yeah so it gets you in that it's a big... mental state you know plus it exactly helps you connect with your body more exactly yeah there's one point i wanted to say like you said something but you know like like you said covid hit you know there's something that that's been on my mind a lot it's just like you know when you tend to play a sport or do something you always hang around the people in that circle like say for football players like you know most people just hang around football players because that's all they know right but for your mental state, having friends that don't even play the sport or does or don't even play a sport really helps because when you conversate with them, it's not only about football or about the gym. Like it's about the news, what's going on around the world. And at the same time, they're actually educating you because you're stepping away from the field, right? Like it's it's like life off the field. You know what I mean? Like you have other friends that will help you that will you know what I mean like you have fun and it, and it helps in a way because I have friends that don't play football they come they support me whatever but I have friends that are just like business people or just regular day-to-day nine-to-five kind of people or some are starting up their own business and and, and it helps you know what I mean because you take your mind off of football or off the gym because you can't be thinking about that all like 24-7 like I die and breathe for football you know what I mean but at some point, it's just like, okay, I need to switch my focus to something else, right? So, like you said, COVID hit, it, it helps, right? Because now you have a longer period of time to actually see a friend where, like, we're together for, like, three months. You know what I mean? We, every day, Matt, you know, we're, we see each other every day. <laughs> yeah. We see each other more than we see our own families, you know what I mean? Like, that's oh, yeah. how, and, and that's what I like about football because, you build like you build a brotherhood. Like I played hockey, and it's not the same. Someone can hog the puck for so long, but football. Like I remember, I experienced this before, man. Like you know, the NFL running backs when they're when they're when they're about to go get the handoff, they like take a step back and they go. 
I remember I just tried that in practice when I was still a fullback. It messed up the whole play. Why? Because I was too late. I false stepped. You know what I mean? So football is just like we're working together. So that's the thing I really like about football. It's like you build brotherhoods outside of the game too. But everything you do, you work together, right? So it's it's that's the ultimate the, team game. Oh yeah. You know, like with basketball, you can have your Kobe Bryant's and LeBrons that will just mm-hmm. at least give you a winning chance. But like yeah. you look at football, like minus like say a Patrick Mahomes potentially as long as you have Mahomes, you're at least in business. Minus a really good quarterback, no one other person can lead a team to victory. True. Unless they're like ridiculously good, like a a receiver who will just catch anything you throw at him or defensive back. (laughs) 99 overall, man. Exactly, right? But it's just like those type of players don't exist because it's such a team game, right? It requires one piece. Even if one um, pawn is out of his fucking yeah. place, the king yeah. doesn't get what he wants, right? So it's exactly, like, yeah. Fucking chess out there, man. Yeah. But like, I like what you said matters. about like the diversity of friends, right? Where it's just like, that's something I've noticed like, just of myself, per se, where mm-hmm. it's like the diversity of friends that I have. Yeah. Right? But I think it's too, it's like, a lot of them are still from football, right? Yeah. But it's just the diversity with between like each people is just fucking unique. And it's yeah. just, I like the whole theory of just like, who you are is an average of uh, the five people you hang out with the most. For me? So it's like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like asking. It's just like a, an actual thing. Like when you actually think about it, you're like, who am I? Yeah. It's most likely oh. the average of the five people you hang out with the most. True. Right? Right? Yeah, we, exactly. We like, we learn from our environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, and you brought up a good point before you go. Like it's when you said like, the different diversity, but it's between the group. Like for me, like, you know, it's just like in a football team, you have, you, you can play the whole season without knowing someone else's name. You know what I mean? Like it, that's how, you know, centered it is like, okay, positions, they talk to each other or they have a click. Like for me, like I never thought I'll find myself, say, talking to, say example, Ty Smith and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And that's the reason, you know why? Because it, 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 this is how I say this. It's like when you travel and when you just practice, it's a whole different thing because like the people that travel, they, they're always in the clique together. Everyone's together, right? Yeah. There's Compared to like... That extra bond because like, you spend a weekend together. Exactly. Instead of the people that are like, like um, just practice players or whatever, you know what I mean? So to me, it's just like, wow, like, I'm traveling, I'm amongst, like, the the good players, you know what I mean? The players that are traveling, it's just like, I never saw myself, say, like, talking to Ty or whatever like that, you know what I mean? Because great corner and all that stuff, but you never see, as a, as an underdog, as a practice player or whatever like that, like in my case, my first year, you never see yourself being amongst, like, one of the good ones or traveling and being you know what i mean it, it sounds stupid but for someone that comes but for someone that's like his dream is to travel you know what i mean it's just like wow like i'm amongst that you know what i mean so it's that kind of diversity it's like where you really you know for me like i'll say i made i also pushed myself to say talk to the old linemen or talk to people i've never 
can you talk to just to, you know, because it's different. Like you never know what someone can bring into your life. You never know what you can bring into someone else's life. You know what I mean? So that's. Dude, that, that's exactly the reason I started this podcast, honestly. Yeah. You know, it was just like, I was getting to a point in my life where I was like starting to like learn how to have a conversation and, you know, like kind of get people to open up and open up myself as well too. And like learn that whole, um, human characteristic of communication right and it's yeah. like i started getting really good at it or a lot better at least at least i still shit at it but like mm-hmm. you know i started getting a little bit better at it and i started to really enjoy it and the biggest thing is man, i started to learn from people you know and like yeah, yeah. there's po- there's podcasts where i'll just go on some stupid rant about something stupid but then there's other podcasts yeah. where i'll just like i'll sit back and i'll just like even with this podcast man like i've learned like i've got like a whole different perspective about like shit just from listening mm-hmm. to you, right? And that's why I love yeah. doing these podcasts, right? Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck if nobody listens to this. You know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. this, this ability to have a conversation with somebody is yeah. like the most valuable aspect of our lives we can do. Exactly. Like everything yeah. else is a material possession, essentially. The yeah. only thing we really have is each other corny as yeah. that sounds but it's true yeah we do yeah it, you know and that's the thing too that. just like and like what you're saying like people that, that like this part like you know talking like this too is just like how you said you know you, you have a whole different perspective on you know you have learned and that's the thing too like someone can you can meet someone right say at the bar and you ran you start talking right Without them telling your problem, like without them telling you your problems, or whatever, just having that conversation with someone, it's kind of you can kind of feel their presence. You kind of you feel like they're teaching through a certain way, without them directly saying it, but indirectly. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that communication conversation from the, point the, A to point energy. B. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you feel a different way, you know? So. Well, and you know, it's like even more of like a trippy thing. So it's like when you like quantum mechanics, you know, mm-hmm. the basis of the fundamental of everything, the universe, mm-hmm. like when you really get down to it, like you get down to the atoms and the atoms, there's like quarks and then mm-hmm. in the quarks, there are these fucking string theory. Right. Mm-hmm. And essentially what it is, is they say it's this like 11th dimensional energy ball energy cluster it's 11 dimensions in it and that's essentially what makes up the fundamentals of this whole universe you know the whole Mm -hmm. solar system the milky way and the entire galaxy and whatever out there right it's all made of these tiny energy waves and Mm -hmm. it's like when you think of it like that and then even like nikola tesla said sorry to kind of go sidetrack here even like like this fucking like smart guy who created this ability to harness this free energy from the mm-hmm. world uh, just from the atmosphere sorry he said to understand the uh the realities of life and what this all is we got to start thinking in terms of energy mm-hmm. right and then when you have these mm-hmm. communications with people it's like at the beginning of the podcast i said it's like when i talk to you there's that energy level that gets me risen you mm-hmm. know more positive or more like hey man like fucking yeah let's go let's go but it's like mm-hmm. able to do this podcast like i know like like it was a little hard to get scheduling down, but like I was super excited yeah. to do this podcast because I'm like, oh, exactly. Like, Let's see. And so even mm-hmm. I ran into you at Supplement King, bro, like five, ten. Yeah. Minutes. I'm like, oh, it's see, man. Cr- yeah, like, you know what I mean. And but then you have like those those people that come on the podcast that are, you know, they're like more like 
like laid back and like you know nothing wrong with like i'm a laid back guy myself too but it's just like when they're laid back right. it's like i myself kind of match that laid back energy right? yeah mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. i think that's just like a human characteristic of just trying to yeah. not necessarily fit in but just yeah. find commonality almost right yeah and i feel like yeah. regardless of the level you're always going to go the one that's happy exactly you know? mm-hmm. there's just like I know with your character, so that's who you are. You're that fucking happy mm-hmm. guy, man. Every time you see you, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, it's good, Zebra. Bing, bing. And you know what? And it's like, and and I think for me, too, was just more like, maybe like my first year, I remember when we went to that, uh, to the, um, the police the police training facility there as a team thing like no one really really knew me like that kind of thing right but i think what really made people like know me on the team and who i am is just my energy you know what i mean and it's not something i said okay i'm gonna go into practice tomorrow and i'm just gonna but it's just something that's always been a part of me right and i think that's what i bring to the table and that's what I will always try to continue to bring. Because, like, like I said, you never know what someone else is going through. But when you, when you, when you're, when you're just yourself, you never know who you can impact. You never know who you can touch, and all that stuff, right? So I think that's that was my kind of uh, icebreaker. It's just my energy to be like, I. Right, this is who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. First year, you know, being a rookie, but. I was happy I was able to be that impact in that way. You know what I mean? My playing didn't do so much, but, like, my presence is what, you know, helped a lot, you know? So that's... 100%, man. That's, yeah. That's, like, literally the nail in the coffin. And it just comes down to where it's just, like, the reason so many people probably feel so comfortable around you is because of the confidence you possess in who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're not this like fake guy where it's like you run to somebody and you can't get that energy, you know, back to energy where it's just like you get this energy of who this guy is. And within the first few seconds, you, your subconscious has determined this like um, yeah. of who they are within the first like millisecond, right? They'll base it on mm-hmm. like, you know, prejudice and um, like their energy levels, their tone, their facial expression, like a lot of shit yeah. will happen that's mm-hmm. with those few split seconds of the subconscious, but it's like, that first split seconds has so much impact on how the next few moments are as well too. Oh yeah. Interpret this person. And, it's and it only like, takes one second too. Yeah. And it's just like, when you see this person and they just look fake and the way they're acting just looks fake. You're kind of just like, yeah. Oh, what? But if somebody yeah. that comes in and they're genuine and it's just like, there's no way to describe how you just know, you know, yeah. people walk in there and they're like, Oh, this dude is, like, you know, he's the real deal. He's not some fake guy. He's, yeah. And that, that's something that you uh, portray with yourself where it's just like, oh, he walks in. It's like, yo, man, like he, he knows who he is. He fucking owns it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Fucking beautiful, man. Beautiful. <laughs> what's, the, um, what's the merchandise looking like? What's your plan for that? Mm, you know what I mean? I won't say too much, but, you know, we're having a little pre-sale soon, so... Do you, have the, do you have the shipment in there already, or? It's it's in the works. It's it's yeah. it's 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 in the process of coming soon. But yeah, everything is being taken care of. Everything is like um in the works. You know, just trying to figure out a few things. But 
everything seems to be set and to be ready to kind of launch out. Like it'll be a limited kind of stock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just to like see what people. Stock. Yeah, exactly right. But yeah. you know, a lot of people have been showing the support lately, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's like you can have so many ideas, but to actually execute it and actually say, "Let me get up and do it," is like the biggest thing. And I think that's what really because I had this plan, man, for so many months, but I just never took action. You know what I mean? But until I was like, you know what, like. And let me do something. But maybe I can touch a few people. And like one guy that actually went to high school with, he reached out to me. You know, a lot of people have reached out to me and say, you know, what you're doing is really great. And all that stuff. So it, it's still surreal to me. Like, and, and that's the thing. I don't want people, like say my teammates or people that know me think that I'm just going to lose my head just because I'm doing this thing. And, but I'm still going to be who I am, right? I'm still gonna be that energy bringer to the team. I'm still gonna be just I'm just gonna be myself, right? It's just yeah, there's a lot of people posting and sharing all this stuff, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, be different. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be the same bing bing, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's still gonna be the yeah, same, yeah. you know what I mean? It's but, just, but it's, it's just your passion project. It's not, it, this project doesn't dictate who you are. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who you yeah. are is that goes deeper than to like even like removing the concept of like the human body. Like the yeah. human body itself doesn't dictate who you are. Mm-hmm. Like who exactly. you are is who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. your mental, it's your exactly. mental states, essentially. That's who yeah. you are. And, yeah. um, oh, fuck, bro. I was going to make, you said something. I forgot, though. <laughs> fuck, bro. Ah, damn it. What'd you, what did you kind of recently say? I need to get a reminder. There was one word, man, and I was like, oh, I need to comment on this. It was one word. In this recent, like, line that I just said? the recent, like, speech you just had. With, like, being... Being myself, always be me. Yeah, so I said always be me, and, like, um, I won't change just because of, you know, people reposting and sharing my thing. Like, I just continue to be me, right? Like, I just won't change. No, I don't know if that that brings back. Oh fuck, bro! I can't even think of what I was gonna say. That's <laughs> gonna be a good point too, man. That's gonna be a good thing. But, you know, it's just like, yeah, like the the biggest thing is like, yeah, like I said, like the, that doesn't dictate who you are, right? It's like, yeah. Oh, I remember what it was. Fuck me. Mm. Um, so like, how did this idea come to you? Essentially, like, I guess you kind of explained, but was it more of like a mm. You had that one initial thought of it, you know, you planted that seed, you had that one thought, and then eventually two weeks later, you had another thought and you kind of like watered that thought. And then more and more and more, you watered that thought and thought about it and brought it up, the more it grew into a tree and then like something yeah. actual that you wanted to start doing. Is, that, boom, how you, you feel, is that how you feel yeah. it kind of came to you? So what happened was, I remember, I don't know, people, someone was talking I think it was my parents or something. They were talking. They're like, yeah, like, you know, Kudzi's not a, he doesn't really express himself. He doesn't just whatever. He keeps things inside, right? And they're like, yeah, he's an internal keeper. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he keeps inside. And, you know, I never thought I was like that. But, you know, I've, you know, after some events and all that stuff, like, I realized, like, yeah, like, I, 
I keep a lot of things inside. Like I, I choose to deal with things. You know what I mean? I don't go out and like tell people like, hey, this is like something. Like I always used to think going for uh what do you call that? Like counseling, like psych like psychology and shit. I always thought it was like a joke, like why you need that? Like oh, you know really? what I mean? I always used to so be so biased, but until like I'm actually going to school for psychology, imagine that, you know what I mean? Hey, like in September. Awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Concordia. Concordia? Fuck. Concordia, yeah. Month and a half. Respect. And I was, yeah. <laughs> so I was talking. So I was talking with this one guy, like he was the one that was kind of like training and all that stuff. So I was just, you know, he's telling me how his parents are like kind of they're pastors or they're missionaries. Missionaries. That's how. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah. Yeah. So they were they were in I don't know where they were, but they're talking like, oh yeah. So what do you do like in school? It's like, oh yeah, I'm actually going to school for graphic design at Nate's. Blah 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 in September. I was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And then I went home like, this dude is a graphic designer. I was like, yeah, like, like, do you have an IG page or whatever? And I just see this guy. I was like, wow, like, his name is Connor, by the way. Uh, Connor, Connor, I forget his last name, but he's good, man. Like, he's a good designer. I was like, is there any way you can do something for me? And he just put thought and thought. It took like two, like not, I wouldn't say two months, like a month or two, like him just brainstorming and showing me. Then one day after work, he's like, can I just take a picture of your head? I was like, okay. He took a side picture of my head and I just described what I wanted. And he came to me with that and I said, you know what? Say no more, you don't have to do anything. Here we go, thank you. And that's when it kicked off. You know what I mean? I got my first t-shirt printed. I was like, oh, it's cool. Then I just kind of put it to the side. And I didn't know what kind of revamped it. And I said, you know, let me just do this. Let me put together. I called my friend. I was like, hey, like, we got to shoot a video. That took like a month to put a video together. And just boom. So it, it was kind of, you know, I believe in you're at the right place at the right time or God puts you in the situations where it best fits you. And I think my best situation was working at Sehan Foods because Amuri worked there. And I was like, Amuri, I was like, Amuri, get me a job. I was like, yeah, I was like, get me a job. Jokes, like, oh, I got you. Yeah, right? No, bro, so he kind of- ass and ball last time I saw you talking shit from school design. Yeah, so like, like he's, the one, he's the one that hooked me up with a job, right? And I was yeah. like, you know what, let me, so, and I think, being at Save on Foods for the time I was there really maybe that's that's how everything played out right because I found a graphic guy that could do something right because I can do it for myself but I can be I can do something so basic right although the logo that I personal to you exactly you know what I mean and like the logo that I have now maybe people look at it like oh that's so basic but it's just like okay it's so basic but like the creativity for, yeah, the creativity for yeah. someone that really thought, okay, let me take a picture on your side of the head. 
you know what I mean, and do something with it, right? Well, so when like, people, yeah. So I was gonna make a quick point, and like the thing about it being basic, mm. it's like look at McDonald's, the biggest corporation ever. What the fuck is their symbol? A big yellow M. Yeah. Basic. You now, know, it's nothing fast. Where it's a million of dollars, man. Billions, you know what I mean? Billions. And so, and I think what's really special about my logo is it's my face. People people look at it and be like, is that you? You know what I mean? So I think that's really, it, it really puts a symbol because a lot of people just kind of look at the logo, but they don't really look at, like, the, the, the rows inside. They don't really grasp that and just like yeah that's that's a dying rose you keep things inside your brain that's how high that's it's like a dying rose everything's just gonna get sucked in you know what i mean it's just like oh so that's why it's called internal keeper yeah you know what i mean because you're an internal keeper but you know everything is just going going dead you know what i mean so that's this and i think like i like you said you know it means something to me and I think looking at the local people, just whatever. But when you put two and two, two and two together, and you really like dissect the logo from its from the rose itself and the and and the head, then you know like you'll be like, wow, okay, like now we see it. You know what I mean? So that's that's pretty much how everything kind of happened. You know, what I mean, and played out. And yeah, that's super cool, bro. It's like. I like, like, uh, I'm kind of very similar with you where it's just like, it just kind of took that word. Like you said, it was internal keeper. You're an internal keeper and that was it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like me at this podcast, it's like when I first started doing it, I recorded a podcast in like January, February of last year. So like a year mm-hmm. ago plus five mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. And then I had this, that was a shitty one. I was just recording on the phone, mm-hmm. just experiment to see what the fuck it was. It was, it was just, it was just like five five months of me just like kind of having it in my brain of something I maybe want to try out and yeah. literally off the dome I was listening to a podcast and, the, and it was actually Kid Cudi Joe Rogan podcast and mm. Kid Cudi says off the dome in it and like it was like mm. mid-sentence and everything and then just as I heard that I was like boom podcast ID like that's the name of it <laughs> right and there off the from, dome yeah and then from there it was it's off the dome you know what I mean like yeah yeah, I just turn on record, just have a conversation, you know? Yeah. Awesome. And I think that's what, I think podcasts are really, and I think it's also a way of getting everything out. Because you, you, podcasts, what I've realized, I'm like, wow, like most people don't do editing, but it's like, you just, you're, you're having a conversation like you're on the phone. Just and whatever. Like you're, able, you're able to express yourself and really explain yeah. your point of view. Like, even if you have like a very, um, it should be like a black or white. Say like just hypothetically throw out something like say abortion, right? Yeah. Where it's like, if you don't have a podcast, it's either kind of like a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. But in theory, it's like, okay, well, there's a big line between abortion where it's like, is it the plan B the day after that's technically too late? Or is mm-hmm. it a day before she's giving birth that it's too late to like have mm-hmm. an abortion, right? There's a huge exactly. like area of disagreement and like kind of mm-hmm. unknown where on a podcast you're able to explain yourself and your whole perspective you know and at mm-hmm. the end of the day it's like doing these online isn't the same compared to like in person mm-hmm. but like when you're in person though like you have that like human to human connection yeah it's still good exactly. you know we can still get our viewpoints but it's like 
yeah. with Jane in front of me, bro. Like I can't fist pump him. Yeah. You know I mean? it's, it's still <laughs> yeah, a little exactly. bit odd, but like, at the end of the day, yeah. it's still better than nothing. Exactly. And you still do, you're still doing something. You know what I mean? You're okay. still putting. I'm going to present this idea to you, maybe. I don't know. Because I know I was talking to Chase about this because Chase wants to get into cooking. So, like, I was talking to him about, like, Chase, I call it, I call him green juice, man. That's all I call him. It's the green juice, bro. (laughs) Do you see the new new smoothies he's rolling out that are put in, uh, smoothie puddings that he's put in bowls? Oh, but what I want to try is the PB&J oatmeal. That, that shit looks like, uh, as much as I make fun of him for that shit. There's some stuff he makes. I'm like, okay, that actually looks fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He's the team nutritionist, man. 100%, man. Yeah. He's coming on the podcast tomorrow, actually. Okay. Awesome. for that shit. But but, it's like with him, I was like, dude, like, create like a YouTube channel where you cook and you explain your workouts, right? So I'm going to present this to you potentially as an idea. Like, what if you start your own? podcast internal keeper podcast you have more podcasts where you know because like sometimes people are just scared to open up regardless if that person says open up to me you're still yeah. some scared right yeah. but if like you hear these podcasts that you're making and you're bringing on people that are kind of opening up about their situation and getting deep and like you know like in, you said internal keeper like they're externally evacuating mm-hmm. evacuating yeah. everything right really mm-hmm. some aspects and if somebody listens to that that may give them the courage and the confidence to then also um open themselves up right? yeah they might be too scared whether they're like okay well it's easy for that person to open up because it's only they did this right. like, well at the same time the other person's saying the exact same thing too about somebody else right it's mm-hmm. like, yeah the whole thing it's like if it's somebody else's problem, it seems a lot simpler than yours, regardless of what mm-hmm. the outcome is. So if they hear something on a podcast or a YouTube channel where it's a very similar situation, that may give them the confidence to open up. Because yeah. it's just the lack of confidence while they're not opening up. Or exactly, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, like, I would be so down to, to start one. And, like, you made a good point because it's just, like, it'll make someone else open up because, like, I can only say so much but it's just like, okay, but are you really impacting people? Like, and, and a lot of people just want to hear, like, okay, if you're impacting people, I want to hear what they have to say and, you know, their situations. So that's something I think, like, I would want to do. Just kind of say, okay, like, tell me your story. Like, you know, how do you relate to the internal keeper? How do you relate to this thing? And I think the more people speak up, the more other people speak up and like you said, they'll be they'll feel more comfortable in telling their story and stuff. And 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 that's the thing because it all brings unity, you know what I mean? It all brings unity because you don't want to see someone suffering. You don't want to see someone just eating themselves up at all, right? So but yeah, no, I'm actually down to, to well, it's like too, it's like, yeah, like with this message is beautiful. And mm-hmm podcasting is just another way to spread it it's another source yeah. of getting ears to start listening to your message right and, and yeah. like podcast you like down the line once you do have like a steady stream of followers and listeners yeah and, like, you could always start like monetizing the podcast as well too it's mm-hmm. an easy, it's an easier platform to make money from because mm-hmm. you can just kind of sell ad revenue right yeah exactly right? If you eventually you want to lead it down to making money off it rather uh-huh. than just promoting a message because if like mm-hmm. if you want to commit this to like your full-time 
job and like this is what you want to do your passion your yeah. passion project that you want to make a living out yeah. of you do have to make at least seventy six thousand dollars <laughs> yeah you know what i mean you gotta make some bucks from it right if you really want to yeah. invest the time you know you got as fucked up as it is that's just the society mm -hmm. we live in we do have to actually yeah. as like yeah. unimportant and disillusional of uh, that money actually is like it doesn't actually exist mm -hmm. money does not exist it's a fictional concept yeah. that we've created to somewhat try and understand everything mm -hmm. um you do need some of it though you do yeah and it's you like, like I mean. podcast i know at least in my mind the way i'm thinking right now with mine it's like it's a semi it's at least another stream of income you can bring in oh yeah right? exactly yeah, five ten thousand yeah. dollars a year at some point it's still better than nothing it's still something you know what and I mean? at the end of the day it's still the ability to portray your message which is mm -hmm. your biggest thing and i think a podcast might yeah. do it for you bro and it's like yeah it's not like, <laughs> it's not like you, you you're not bad at conversations mm -hmm. you know you're good at conversations you're really opening yeah. up and it's just like mm -hmm. so i think i think you'd be killer you know you have, some, killer have some idea, yeah, yeah I, I have some podcasts where it's just like you know it's like i'm a talkative guy but sometimes if the other person isn't reciprocating the conversation it's hard to get going it's hard yeah it's yeah. pretty yeah. yeah but it's it's like for you though it's just like you're a very outgoing person you know mm, it's awesome yeah. so i don't know yeah it's an idea it's yeah for sure a, yeah no it's a high thought for me right now man yeah and that's what <laughs> i kind of figured but no it's it's it's, it's something i definitely want to want to do right and like 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 you like i said like people want to see quote-unquote those results i'm like okay are you impacted? Because me posting videos weekly is, is is a start, but let me have a conversation with someone that's going through something and let someone hear like this. This is what someone's going through and is opening up. Like, you know what I mean? It only has to start with one person, right? One person, and then it's just you know what I mean. So. And that's like the thing that you have, like even with your um, like your little videos you're putting out now. Like the last one you said yeah. was on self doubt, right? Yeah overcoming self-doubt and it's just like even if you just take that and you upload it to a podcast platform right and you yeah. can even have segments within your podcast where half of them are like every sunday you post your 10 minute segment or a 15 20 minute five minute segment whatever you want to do yeah but then you also have people coming on as well too mm -hmm. right? exactly sick, bro. you know what i mean that would be or even on live on ig live you know like having a exactly. live with someone exactly. just interacting that's, that's you know what great mean? Why. i think that's the biggest thing with like your message it's just the interactions that interaction you know, yeah exactly right? yeah but yeah no that's that's yeah that's the plan like i'll, I'll definitely put that on the list to really that's to think of idea. and do it yeah well, that's true no, for seed sure. planted. if you want it's a seed planted if you want to water it water it. if you don't water it don't water it you know what I mean? don't worry exactly that's a, that's the best thing yeah that analogy can just be put for anything any negative energy mm -hmm. if it's a yeah. negative thought are you gonna water that seed or not yeah exactly and that's the power of the mind too because you can tell yourself let me entertain this yeah or you have the option of saying i'm not gonna entertain this you know what i mean and like you said we have the you have the choice of watering the plants or not right um so do you like uh do you read a lot of books or like um, listen to audiobooks about this topic a lot or no? I don't, you know, reading is something I'm still working on. I'm not going to lie. 
I feel but, that, bro. Yeah, but I, I, I listen to a lot of inspirational speaking, like uh, Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of read a lot of quotes, you know what I mean? And yeah, just about that. But reading books is something that I'm Dude, gonna have I'm gonna to start doing. Tell you the easiest way to get books into you audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, man. Yeah, literally, you just like even if you're at the gym, if you're going for a walk, or even if you're just relaxing, yeah. if you're just playing video mm-hmm. games, dude, put your headphones mm-hmm. in, listen to an audiobook. Like, yeah. I know for me, I'm really good at fucking listening to an audiobook and then doing whatever mm-hmm. until can information, but it's just like you might suck at the beginning, but it's like reading, you're gonna suck at reading mm-hmm. if you don't read. Yeah, but eventually, yeah. over time, you're just gonna start understanding these books more and more and more. And it's just like, mm-hmm. so like right now, I'm reading this one called Breath, and it's essentially mm-hmm. how breathing can control the power of the mind right mm-hmm. so they, they even talk about so a lot of people are mouth breathers mm-hmm. and if you're a mouth breather you know like the whole misconception like oh if you're a mouth breather breather you're a fucking idiot right <laughs> but there's actually like some justification before uh, behind that because when you inhale through your nose you're like you know your, your nose uh, produces more nitric oxide which is important for getting mm-hmm. oxygen in your blood cells um, yeah if you're breathing through your left nostril it's to help alleviate anxiety, stress, mm-hmm. and helps you relax more. If you breathe yeah. through your right nostril, it produces, yeah. um, um, gives you more energy, right? Yeah. Just because of the chemicals that interact with the molecules from the air. Oh. Uh, like, charges them like differently. And even then too, it's just like when you breathe through your nose, it actually, there's, um, like your skin or your hair, I forget exactly, is as sensitive mm. as like your nipples or your cock. Mm. <laughs> so like, if you like breathe through it, you're actually um, um, activating these like chemicals right, mm-hmm. that cheers you up more because you're uh, having more of those natural chemicals. And just even when you mm. look at the evolution of humans, um, mouth breathing just causes a lot of problems. Like your mouth swells. Um, that air you're bringing in yeah yeah and it's like the uh, air you're bringing through your nose is clean air because you have your ant a lot of antibodies in your nose or something like that yeah like clean the air like like, like a nose. filter like a filter yeah exactly yeah. exactly right so yeah. it's just like and it's just talking about how literally just how focused on your breathing people have cured themselves from these like somebody had like scoliosis somebody had like um one of their lungs wasn't working correctly so they worked on how they were breathing yeah, they just ended up they're contracting the wrong muscles when they were breathing. But the mm-hmm. more they focused on the breathing, the more they realized how um, the muscles to use it, and they ended up learning how to breathe a lot better, right? And it just mm-hmm. people have cured like um, asthma. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of these check marks where it's like allergies as well too. A lot of times are cured through just proper breathing mm-hmm. techniques. And yeah. It's just crazy. Just the basis of everything can go back down to like breathing. Especially mm-hmm. on your mind state and who you are. So, yeah. but I don't know. Like, anyways, though, before I went on that fucking rant, <laughs> audiobooks, I'm telling yeah. you, easiest way to yeah. get And that's why I listen to inspirational speaking because it's just like you listen to it, right? And you, like, you can really tell, like, perfect example, like Eric Thomas, like, says it took him 12 years to do a four year degree. You know what I mean? Or one of the things is like, how bad do you want it? If you want, how bad do you want it? Like, if you really want to succeed as bad as, as you want to breathe, 
then you'll be successful, right? Like, yeah, it, it gives you a di- it gives you a different perspective on things. It does, you know what I mean. So you're listening to audiobooks. I feel like it's more real because you can really feel when someone's real or if someone fake, right? So that's yeah. that's what it, I. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it's an easier way because it's like when you listen to music or you listen to a podcast, for example, right? Yeah, like you kind of pay attention to it. When an audiobook, it's like you're not going to grasp it as well as if you were reading it. True, but what I found is you're still going to grasp the big picture from it. The big picture, yeah. And that's the biggest yeah. thing where it's like, and then the thing I really liked about these podcasts is a lot of times I'm reading these books, I grasp the big picture, right? Uh-huh. And then, like I, I remember I said earlier too, where it's like our brains give ourselves a lot of slack when you think about something. They just think about the big picture. Yeah. They don't think about everything in between. And one thing these yeah. podcasts has helped me do is I think about the big picture and I kind of take a moment to like reflect on what made up that bigger picture. And then I'm able to put that mm-hmm. into the fucking pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, though, bro, it's been a fucking yeah. slice, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, bro. It's fucking I appreciate time, it. Man. I got work. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, man. I appreciate any, having any, you. Any final words or um, shout outs? You know what? Anything you want to fucking promote? Besides internal, I just want to tell people um, just keep pushing, really. You know what I mean? That's with anything like just keep pushing. You might have a bump in the world, you might have an obstacle that you have to, you know, cross over or try to fight, but just never, just never let up, really. Because once you take your foot off the gas, you know what I mean? You, you have lost. Now you have to restart again. Just keep going until. Until the wheels fall off, like they say, until the wheels fall off, just keep on pushing and, you know, never be discouraged off one moment or one incident. But, you know, there'll be better days. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. So, so yeah, and I just want to give a shout out to, to Connor for the design. Good see, did you cut out? Oh shit, bro. Yo, could see you cut out there for a sec. Can you hear me? Yo, you cut out there for a sec, bro. Oh, did I cut? I can repeat it. Uh, it's all good, though, bro. It's, it's all good. Whatever, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> hey word. thanks for coming on, G. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you having me, man. All right, brother. I'll, I'll message you and fucking we'll get some promos going. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Bro. Do, do you have a picture of us? Do I have a picture of us? Uh, I don't know if we took one at the banquet or not. No, we didn't. Uh, you know what? I'll try to see if I have yeah, one. I'll try and if find I don't, too. if I don't, we should just meet like link up and then just get a picture. Hundred really. percent, G. Uh bro, I appreciate it, G. I right, don't mention it, bro. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> I had a fucking blast. No problem. Yes, right. sir, bro. I love you, man. Love you too, G. All right, you take care. All right, take care, All right. bro.